Do you ever have that moment where you read a verse in the Bible or a little section and you go, that's it, that's all I need? It kind of kind of seems like the break you down, kind of like drill sergeant to yeah. build you back up. Man. Ladies, gentlemen, dogs, and please pull up a chair, plop down on your knees. We've got a story to tell you we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses, and we are super duper happy to be here, and we sure do thank you for joining us wherever you might be at this moment. Yeah, yeah. Gabe, I was, uh, you know, so we, we say a prayer. You always say a prayer before we start our podcast. Mm, Got to start the right way. Amen to that. And uh, I was thinking about it. And during the prayer, <laughs> and I was thinking about what, I mean, you tell me if you're anything like this, but okay. do you, do you, when somebody else is praying and you're just in agreement, do you ever get distracted and start thinking about something else or, and kind of have to keep yourself in line? Like, no. Or what are you thinking? Yeah. I started, I started thinking about what do you, what are you supposed to think about while the other person's <laughs> praying? Are well, you just supposed to just make sure you keep saying yes, Father? Yes, I'm just Lord. gonna I'm gonna give you an imaginary smack in the back of the head because the Bible says where two or more are gathered, and you I'm know. Gathered. And, and, no, 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 no. It's, do I experience that? Yes. And I do I realize the error of my ways? Yes. Okay, I'm but, like, but that's fine. That's what I'm saying. No, I'd rather judge you. Yeah, I'm like. We, nobody really talks about what, you know, we, we people talk about, man, I want to be a better prayer. I want to this and that. That's great. And that is good. And you should. But <laughs> take the jacket off. Yeah, it's getting but, warm. But nobody ever has a conversation about what's the person that's in agreement in prayer supposed to be thinking about. That's true. I mean, are you just supposed to imagine God on his throne and... Well, wait, 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 wait. I mean, do you really don't know? I'm just saying. That's what we're talking about. It. I mean, for me, when someone's praying, honestly, about 80% of the time, I'm listening to their words, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for the chance to be moved by their words, and I'll say, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, Lord, or something. Mm-hmm. But there is that other 20% of the time that I'm like... I might fall asleep while we pray with my eyes shut, you know? Right. Uh, that could happen, you know, I, I feel bad about that, but and sometimes I, I'm sleepy, especially like at church if they're praying with our eyes shut and it's dark in there. I kind of, every now and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I was about out Yeah, right there. I'm, I mean, even for me, even in a short prayer, I mean, I'm, I'm like... About to thinking fall asleep. About or how, just thinking I'm about thinking about else. how Lord the how good the Lord is and that, well, and just I'm in agreement in prayer with the person. But I think it's but, different than if I you're mean, if you're sitting there going, "Oh, I gotta go pay that electric bill," or "Ooh, I gotta I gotta do this errand," or "Ooh, I'm gonna get to go to the drag strip, the races," you know, mm-hmm. or to the golf course. Clarify that, <laughs> right? You know, if you're thinking about all that other stuff, I'm like, no, 
No, but I may like I may start thinking about the podcast or this and that. And even that I'm like, Whoa, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, let's get back on track here. You know. I think it's best to be in agreement. But we, I, but we I completely you know, agree. Sometimes we And it's not that I'm not in agreement, but your mind starts to wonder. You know. It could it's yeah. just a, I mean, so what are you supposed to do? Just listen to the other person? I'm sp- I, if I find myself falling away from a prayer, I, I give myself the come on, man. Oh yeah, me come too. On, but buddy. I think that's kind of my point. I think I think it happens more often than people like to admit because nobody ever talks about it. So Who of knows? course that's right. I bet you at least ninety nine percent of our ten listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so nine point nine <laughs> people out of our ten struggle with that. Well, nah. Because what's struggle? 90 percent of the time, you're in agreement with the person, and the other ten percent, you're, you know, I don't, I don't call think that it a means, struggle. I don't think it means you're not in agreement with them. You know, if you do, if your mind does wonder, it just means your mind wondered, and you're like, oh, I got to get back on track here. So what is back on track? Okay, let's just listening to what they're saying. All right, listener, can you help <laughs> us out here? Send in a, send in your Facebook post. Tell us if you focus and are in agreement during prayers or not. Mm-hmm. And be, uh, it's be not, shameless. It's not or not, but give be a, shameless. Give a so, percentage. It ain't no fun. Yeah, unless we're, y'all we're tell being us the real truth. about it on here. Tell I mean, us the truth. Yeah, have some fun with this. Own uh, it. Own it and become better. I may be thinking about that barbecue sandwich. It was delicious. That you were talking about ten minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. These things, you know, I mean. Now, I'm annoyed when I realize, how did my mind get off track to here? Yeah. It's not like I'm just sitting there like, oh. No, it ain't ain't cool. No. It ain't cool to do, you know. But so the other night, um, we were putting Lucy to bed, or Carrie and I's oldest. And um, she, she, we were talking about this, uh, devotional that she had read and it said lord help me to revolve my life around you instead of the other way around which is convicting thought because you you go you know do i squeeze god in where i can which a lot of us do that Mm -hmm. but it it did make me it just was so convicting where's your heart at are you squeezing Mm -hmm. god in around your life or Mm -hmm. vice versa Mm -hmm. and if you're not doing that if you're not making him the center and, and you're revolving your life and around you, mm-hmm. obviously, man, you're losing and you're missing a lot. And so here it is right there with the prayer. Yeah. You know, where is my my deep heart's joy and yeah. desire at? You yeah, know? what's your frame of mind before you go into the prayer? I teach my kids all the time. Stop, stop talking to God like that. <laughs> when they pray sometimes, I'm like, why are you talking to him like that? Do you not know who you're talking to? Remember who you're talking to. I mean, I, I want to keep yeah. it loose. I want to keep it loose. But because they're little people and they're just learning. But, man, I'm like, especially Logan. I'm like, boy, remember that's God Almighty, the creator of it all. Okay, can you slow down? And, and, and also, can you talk about what's really on your mind instead of just the canned prayer? Yeah, but if you if you get that to a great extent when you're young, your name tends to be Samuel or something like that. You know, but most you know most yeah. people that are kids aren't really 
I don't know, dude. Some of my kids, the way they pray, I'm like, golly. Yeah. Some, some of them. Some. True. But, I mean, I think when the, I was a kid, the, I probably wasn't. Not that I'm saying that. Pro- probably wasn't the greatest prayer. Yeah. What was it? Lord, I ask you to bless this food, and I thank you just, for it, and I love you. In Lord, Jesus. I just. Lord, I just ask you to bless this food, and I thank you for it, and I love you. In Jesus' name, amen, so be it. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, and we get Terrible. faster and faster. Yeah, saying. faster, faster. Lord, I just ask you to bless this food. I thank you for it in the loving Jesus' name. Amen. So be it. <laughs> so terrible. Yep. I'm like, what? Yep. So, yes, you're making a good point. With you know, Now, but, even when I say a dinner prayer, I'm like, it goes and goes and goes. I, I, I was sitting at McDonald's yesterday for about five minutes with my head yeah. bowed in Perryton. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was, I just, there was much to talk about. Yeah. And uh, then I was like, let me eat this food mm-hmm. and get out of here. Get home. But it is. I mean, just thinking about the, thinking about the, the, the being the agreeer emperor. Yeah. You know, the Bible doesn't really even discuss that too much. It says agree. So I do agree. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you in prayer. But also, my mind may see a butterfly from time to time and. Go hey, try to chase it. Go try to you, catch it. You and I were recording a week or two back, and my mind wondered why you were talking. <laughs> you know, it happens. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying attention. I should be paying better attention. Uh, yeah. Bring it Bring it back, people. Yeah. Pull uh, it back. Talk. Like I, I try to, I try to, yes, Lord. <laughs> you know, yes, you are good. And, you know, thinking of the Lord's goodness while the other person's praying or, you oh, yes, what? Lord, in the good way, yeah. or like in the just let me just say something. So no, they in think the good I'm way. there. Yeah, no, oh, it's okay. in the good yeah. way. If they but, say something that I'm like, yeah, really, that mm-hmm. yes, yes. Oh, I may not even realize what they're praying about, but I'm trying to be in agreement. Oh, okay. I may, I may be thinking about the Lord, you know, but I'm not not even really paying attention to what they're saying. But I'm in agreement with them. They're coming to the Lord. I'm going to the Lord with them. I'm going to pray, Lord, let me win the lottery, and I'll be waiting for you. Yes, Lord. No, that will Let him win up. the lottery. No, I can't stand that stuff. <laughs> you don't like that? Oh, <laughs> I'll be out of there. I'm believing for it. I'll be like, no, Lord, no. Yep, no, no, Lord. No. So, what, what's the song say? <laughs> Have you ever heard someone say that during prayer? No, Lord. <laughs> some, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Yeah. The words of the great theologian Garth Brooks. That's right. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I love that. Yep. Yeah. That's a good song. That's a good well, song. The Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Yeah. Yeah. Not my. Not See, my. See, that's I, the problem with King James. Thy and my is a little too close. <laughs> People be like, oh, I thought it said my will be done. <laughs> no. Whereas you put it in English, your will, your and my, doesn't well, sound anything the same. Oh, oh, we're talking about God's will. Okay. Now you go to Bruce Almighty. All right, Bruce, you're God. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the reins. Your will will be done, and the world fell apart. Yeah, that was a funny movie, though. That was a His funny movie. His lasso in the moon. Those kind of movies come out, and I'm like, oh, great. Is this going to be some blasphemous stuff? Oh, I, 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 you know? I won't even watch them now. I'm like, nah, nah. But I did see, but speaking some, of movies. There's some stuff in them sometimes. Did you watch the trailer of the of the uh, the blind movie that I sent out uh, to everybody? I I, yeah. 
about Phil Robertson, Phil Robertson and, yep. and Kay and when they were young and how Phil came to the Lord yep. of, the, of the Duck Dynasty fame and and more importantly just sold out for God and, and but man rough dude when he was young rough dude rough dude yeah and uh, and so I'm very much it's called the blind movie and it's coming out you can go to the blindmovie.com and check it out is that like duck blind yes is yeah. that what that's about? Yeah, it's funny. I was wondering why yes. they said blind. I was like blind, yes. but now. But I, I think it's see. got double dual meaning because he was also blind. Once I was blind at the I time, and yeah, yeah. Would you say that's so one of the most they... amazing verses in the Bible? Yeah. Speaking of verses in the Bible, on that note, mm. we do have. I think we both actually managed to memorize our verse today. Yeah. Did we? I'm pretty close. You're pretty close. I might have to paraphrase a hair. I, right. got, I got the address. I'll start it out then. I'll let Get you. Get her done. I'll let you. So I'm, I'm going to roll with Matthew 18, 2 and 3. And, and a, a good friend of mine, Susie, we were we were talking this week. And and she was she she came out of the uh, Jehovah's Witness religion uh-huh. and is now a Christian. And, uh, and so she's just, you know, growing in leaps and bounds and, and embracing the scripture and all that. And anyway, so we got to discussing, and this scripture came came into it, um, came into our conversation, and and so I thought, you know what, that's good to, to memorize. So it's Matthew eighteen two and three, and it says, "Truly, this is Jesus." Let me let me give you a little pre on it. Uh, Jesus, this is Jesus talking to his disciples, and he had just called a little child to come over and sit with him. And the disciples had asked him, you know, who's the greatest? Hey. With that attitude, who's the greatest day? And they're all debating it and arguing about it. So Jesus calls this little child to come over and sit in his lap. Come over there and I don't know if you sat in his lap, but come over there and be by him. Mm-hmm. And probably sat in his lap. But anyway, probably, yeah. he said to the disciples, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like a child mm-hmm. or become like children, mm-hmm. you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And then he said... Doesn't that choke you up a little? Oh, yeah. But then he said, uh, unless you unless you become humble, like you, unless you humble yourself like this child, or no, sorry, whoever humbles themselves like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. I mean, that just... So he answered their questions. He's saying, you're walking in arrogance. Yeah. You're, you're walking in self-focus right now you don't know me unless you turn and he's talking to his disciples unless you turn and become and so Gabe I was thinking about that I was like well that's interesting and he knew that they were gonna turn because he knew you know he knows everything yeah and then I thought about it he also knew that one of them wasn't going to turn Mm -hmm. and what a what a rough deal I mean what a sad yeah. He's sitting there walking with them. He knew 11 of them were going to become better for it. And one of them was going to con- continue on that path. Yeah. But man, who's going to be the greatest? Who's this and that? No. No, if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, that's not to say, man, Jesus acted with confidence in everything he did. Confidence, authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't walk in arrogance. No. And there's a difference. And... uh you know, that's clear. That's the spirit that they were approaching him with when they were asking, who's going to be the greatest? Who's this and that? No. 
Don't worry about that. You worry about advancing the kingdom of heaven. You worry about being a servant and having a childlike faith. You know, having a... It's so easy, Gabe, to get to our age as long as we've been walking with the Lord and, and walking these paths and we're sitting here, it, it, it's easy to get comfortable. It's easy to feel like, man, I, man, I'm tight with the Lord, this and that, and not have that childlike faith, you know, kind of get to the, to the know-it-all stage if you're not careful, if you're not guarding against those types of things. Yuck. Rather than having a childlike faith, which is like, man, I have so much to learn. I'm in awe. I'm blown away, right? I mean, children are just like Lucy's eyes, eyes of wonder, you mm -hmm. know. Ah, oh, so wondrous. Logan, adventurous, you know. Uh, sassy, creative, you know. Yeah. All these different childlike approaches, you know. Um, whereas you get to adult and you just feel like you get in your groove or you this and that, man. You gotta be careful with that. I, I I've over the years when uh somebody did something that I didn't like to me, I took on the habit because I've I have been walking with God all my life. All my life. And um there was those verses about who who um, you know, the least of these and the children mm -hmm. and I started and the Bible's, I mean, I, I want to, we're all God's children, right? There's a mm -hmm. lot that goes into the idea of us being ignorant, helpless, mm -hmm. sheep, childlike, you know? And um, I got to the point of um, thinking of people as their little seven-year-old self. The people that hurt me and the people, yeah. and the people that are nice to me, but... Um, but especially the ones that hurt me over the years, I can't help but look at them and go, you are not this. You are not made to be this. This was not what God wanted for you. Mm -hmm. He wanted something better, but you chose. Um, but you're still that child. You're acting like you're something big, some big shot somebody. You're not. You're a child. Mm -hmm. You're just like a seven-year-old. And if you if you melt away all that nonsense that you've calloused onto yourself and built onto yourself and adopted into your life, there's a child there. So, you know, you. Yeah. I can see you as the pictures that I saw of you when you yeah. were a kid. And I, I feel often like like a little seven year old mm -hmm. who just now is smart enough to know I have responsibilities. I owe. I owe much. But I'm a kid who's smart enough, who's picked up enough to know, all right, I, I am supposed to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be taught. I'm supposed to do certain things. But I'm a kid. You're a kid. You know, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, God had no beginning. He has no end. Mm-hmm. And we're 40-something years old. I mean, give me a break. Well, you really know. Only what Satan has stacked on you over the years has, has pulled you away from that childlike thing. Mm -hmm. But also what God's promised faith, to you, you yeah. know. But that childlike faith is so big. It's so important. I love that verse. I like that and on so many levels. 
because it does give a lot of compassion for people too. Yeah. People need grace. They need compassion. They need to be understood. Oh yeah. No question. Yeah. I mean, you see kids, they don't, they're not generally having racism problems. Uh, you know, all this kind of, they're like, yo, you got, a, a, funny, you got a ball over there? I like that a funny that thought even thinking about right. it. Right, that's crazy. Silly. That's crazy. I mean, you know, it's that, that kind of stuff has to be taught. Anger issues, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, man, you're going to, nobody's perfect. You're going to, kids going to be kids. But I mean. You see a real bad kid, you're like, dang, man, how? They've been through a lot already. Mm-hmm. A lot. Well, it's weird. Like I, you kind of look at somebody like Jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer or whatever. You're like, oh, there's no way you were a cute little kid. Yes, <laughs> you know? it was. Yeah, I know it's hard, but it's still yeah. true nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Poor little kid, I just running around playing. Like nobody wanted to play ball with me. Anyway, nobody wanted to play ball. So with I'm gonna go be a serial, serial killer. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. That's a good note to move on to your scripture. Yep. I'm still doing a little peeking at my because I get the words right. All right. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. I've got Ephesians 3, verse 20. Now to him who is immeasurably able to do more than we all could ever ask for or imagine, power through his power that lives in us. And I like that because it does. It goes on into another verse after that. But you look at the way we limit God, the way we think that he can't solve some problem in our Mm -hmm. life or help us or heal somebody or spiritually, physically, mentally, whatever, that he can't do this or that. One, how much can we ask? We could ask for a lot, but Mm -hmm. this verse says he can do immeasurably more than we could ever ask. So first of all, we can ask a lot and we do ask a lot, but don't we hold back asking God for some things? Because we're like, I don't want to ask, that don't feel right. So you go, he can do immeasurably more than you Mm -hmm. could ask or imagine. Uh, I have a great imagination. I've always loved my imagination. Mm -hmm. It works really well. And I can imagine things with vivid clarity. And um, so as I was reading that verse, I was going immeasurably. He can do immeasurably more than I could imagine. Which ultimately led me to the thought that why do we try to limit God? If he can do, I can imagine people being healed. I can imagine the world being saved. And brought to Christ. Mm-hmm. I, so, so I, you're talking about stuff that points the glory towards God is what you're talking about. Not. I'm just saying. Let, don't let me, let me snatch that mansion. No, I. You know, I well, kind of I'm stuff. just. Well, you're just trying to. Well, I'm just clarifying. tell the people that I'm not. I'm just not, clarifying. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm saying what the Bible says. He can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. Mm-hmm. So, no, he could do that stuff too. Mm-hmm. He can doesn't mean he's going to doesn't mean all prayer should point to the glory of God, not to the glory of self. Right, but that's not the purpose of this verse. The, uh, like, I'm just yes. clarifying it. Well, sure, but because um, there's there's a lot that we could dig into 
On but it can be it can be level. taken the wrong way. Well, you're saying a lot of people take stuff like that. No, oh, yeah. Well, let people take it how they'll take it. Well, I mean that's mm-hmm. how tw- scripture gets twisted and manipulated. Can you let me finish? We're not talking about that. Yes, it's true though, and and of course that's between them and God. How how you want to do that? I mean, you got some learning to do if you think you can ask. It's not saying he's well, and that's kind it. of my point. There may be young. Christians listening in that, and so mm-hmm. I just want to clarify that a little bit. You know that 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 it is whenever it's whenever it's all pointed towards God. I agree with you. Like we should be agreeing and praying for the bigger things, believing that well, people can be saved, believing small. that that yes, God God works with all things big and small. Yeah, and so maybe you're just asking for a heater. To warm your house in the winter, you know, to mm. somebody that's pretty big, you know. So just all things. He's mm-hmm. saying all things. He is immeasurably more capable to do all of that. Mm-hmm. But it also, then the, the second part of the, the second segment of that verse says, and it is that power that is in us mm-hmm. through him, through mm-hmm. him. It says, according to his power, Mm -hmm. according to his power that works in us. So according to his power, he can do that, but also that it works in us. And I love that because we have relationship with him. We walk and talk with him Mm -hmm. like Adam and Eve did. Walk and talk with God. Mm -hmm. And just specifically pointing to that, that idea of it is, is, a fantastic thing to me because don't it, it's mm-hmm. a reminder to us not to put God in some place that he doesn't need to be if if you and of course you know the the Lord's prayer says you know thy will be done mm-hmm. your kingdom come your will be done yeah and so of course obviously you know it's not saying you know well I want can you make suffrage, I know, I know suffrage come on to no, that, no. that guy because I don't you like him? That's that. silly. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying on the right side of this thinking, this is good stuff to mm-hmm. remember. God is God, and you're you. Don't don't think he can't heal somebody. Or don't, don't think he can't change. people in their path to lead them to him that you're praying for for salvation or... For, you're right, healing healing of a body like we saw with um, Baby Roe recently, mm-hmm. you know, where she should have been dead. And that was a hard thing. And that was a hard thing because I hate, I'm very conservative. And I hate the the prosperity gospel and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hate kind of the mockery that a lot of Christians make of Christ. And, like and he's uh, and as a tool to get More becomes a want. show, yeah, all that stuff. Um, but, but the flip side of that is I also don't want to limit the Holy Spirit. Right. I don't want to forget just how powerful our God is. Peter and I don't want to be Peter unwilling to water. pray for stuff that will glorify God. Just like baby Roe, who was, uh, we don't have a whole lot of time to get, oh, we don't have a lot of time to get into it. But man, it was a miracle that she left. She had holes in her lungs, was on three different machines. It was yeah. like 95, 99% chance she was gone. 
at what six months old or something like that. No, she's she's many months old, but or a year, whatever. So, but somewhere around a year old, yeah, right. Yeah. So okay, so nine months old. So yeah. you know, however old, she's not very old. Um, and she was pretty much gone. I mean, yeah. and now not only did she end up living and healing, but her she has no side effects. Yeah. Say if you're gonna tell you tell somebody that's not a miracle, you're gonna have to go t- tell somebody else. Yeah, because I witnessed all thing, and I felt strongly that I should be praying over that and praying for that. And so it's easy to fall to the other side. You're right. It's easy to forget, man. We pray to the Almighty God. This is glory to Him. Her life is now a, a living and breathing testimony, and we should never lean away from that. We should never, you know, my little girl. Praying, praying that she will come to the Lord and come to know Him. She's 21 and out there in the world, out there to college and, and all that kind of stuff. And then I find out she's downloaded the Bible app onto her phone and she's mm-hmm. she's got a Christian friend that's hanging around with her, you know, and things like that. And that's answer to prayer. Well, yeah. That's answer to prayer. You ever seen that movie Facing the Giants? A long time ago. I don't remember. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's a Christian production, and um, so it comes with that cheesy factor. Mm-hmm. But whatever, it's it's well, they're a getting great better. movie. They're getting better, and yeah, and uh, this movie at the end of it, there's a lot of neat things that happen, and they keep asking the question with God, "What can't be done?" Mm-hmm. Because miracles happen in mm-hmm. this guy's life, neat mm-hmm. things. And um, I always love it. With God, what can't be done? Mm-hmm. And cheesy or not, it's us humans that make it cheesy. What? <laughs> Why are you smirking at me? <laughs> I'm just thinking about, I'm thinking about the cheesiness of the movie. <laughs> it's definitely, a good movie. But they've gotten better over years. Christian movies have gotten better over years. And you will think, but you just have to, it takes a little bit of, some of the older Christian movies, it takes a little, just uh, prepare to settle down and embrace the cheese, and after a little bit, it'll grab you. It'll uh, grab yeah, you. Yeah, they got yeah. good messages. Oh, yeah. Sure. I love those dudes. It's, oh, yeah. it's the brothers. I can't think what their name is, but the their bro- names yeah, are. their brothers, yeah. Yeah, they're brothers, and they do so many good movies, and their stuff has gotten better and better over the years, but man, boy, when they were starting out, gee, it was a little bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You better enjoy cheese and go get you some ham and some bread because you, you already got the cheese. Yeah, but on the flip side, you look at how bad other movies are and you're like, you're not cheesy, but you are satanic. Yeah. And I'm, after a while, you get You're being too serious. I'm trying you to get enough of that. I'm trying to. I'm just, just thinking about movies in general. Oh, yeah. They, can, oh, yeah. they go so far, there's no limit on how yes. far they'll go. Yes, I am. That's and it true. all started with the. Bigger I, I don't explosions. Even watch them anymore. Bigger yeah. explosions, bigger action, yep. bigger hero, bigger this, and now it's gone all the way to the place of yeah. Captain America. Hey, don't give me so a break. Stupid. That's not even a real so, person. Yeah. So fed up. Like, give me a break. What a joke. <laughs> all right. On that note, uh, and thinking about the things of the world, Gabe, we're getting ready to kick off our first series. I love it. Our first series is going to, I think it's going to be about a 10-week series. Yeah. So crazy, crazy. But you'll never know it, people. You'll never know it. No, nah, it's going to be smooth like butter. Smooth like butter. 
But we're going to be talking about the fruits of the Spirit. I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was kind of doing some reading up on that. And, you know, I did the scripture memory verse on that a while back. Uh, but so I, you know, I, I was just thinking, oh, still love, joy, peace, patience, you know, just do one after the other. And, and that'll be nice and easy. And then I got into it. And, and, uh, but it started out, but the fruit of the Spirit is. I thought, well, if there's a but, um, I better go. See what happened. Get a good idea that. of what, yeah, right. And so I went back to Galatians 5, verse 16, and it says, but I say walk by the Spirit. So it really gets into um, the why we need to understand and know and embrace the fruits of the Spirit in our lives and hope that those are manifesting themselves in our lives. Yep. Do we have fruit growing is it showing out of us or each one of these things? Because these are fruits of the Spirit that you abide by the Spirit, that you walk with Him, you abide with Him, you abide in His Word, He teaches you. So Galatians 5.16 says, 5.16 through 23 says, But I say walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are, are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. So we don't want to be under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, and this is just pure disgusting, but let me read them off. It's a bunch of filth. The works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. I almost want to have you read that back. Oh, we're going to. (laughs) I'm like, that is... It's a list. It's a laundry list. And it's good to hear it spoken out of the Bible. Yeah. Like... Check it out, people. That's there. It is right, and then it's talking about that's the fruits of the flesh. That's what our flesh naturally craves. Yes. Is this filth crap? And we'll go back to that. That makes you want to go take a shower right now. Oh yeah, and scrub, <laughs> and never stop scrubbing again. Scrub a dub dub. Yes. That's bad. But then it says, uh, and it, and it says, I warn you. You know, basically, whoever anybody that embraces this stuff, you you're not getting in. Um. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So against the other stuff, there is law. That stuff abides under the rule of law, the, the things of the flesh. But when you act under the fruit of the Spirit, there is no law against that. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. I mean, that's a bunch of that's a bunch of that's a bunch of pain, embarrassing, embarrassing that that our flesh desires that kind of stuff. But I think Gabe also encouraging, and that if you're experiencing struggles with any of those things, you can recognize. Of course, 
Of course I'm. Are you kidding me? Of course Be I'm encouraged. having struggles by those with those things. Because yeah. right here in Galatians, it says the flesh desires that stuff. Do and you, we still reside in flesh. Do you ever have that? And I know you have, but it's, I'm going to say it anyway. Do you ever have that moment where you read a verse in the Bible or a little section and you go, that's it. That's all I need. I don't need the rest of the Bible. There it is. It's all right there. That's what it is. This verse covers all the bad and the good right there. Yeah. The fruits of the spirit, the good, all that disgusting bad. And it's like, now I know that's all the bad stuff. Here's the good stuff. And I'm good. I'm set. I think that's so powerful on that. It's so good. It's so it's freeing. It's freeing in that you recognize if he can truly recognize that, that our flesh naturally gravitates towards the things of the earth. So do you ever do that? What I just said? Uh, does that ever, has that ever, and it's maybe it's not happening to you. Well, uh, where you just think, I just don't need anything else. I'm just going to resign. It's on that me. good that it's, you're like, there it is. There's, yeah. There's all the goodness that, that I, if I follow yeah, this. Yeah, you almost feel I got like, it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. This is one of those. That's true. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, that is, man, if you listen to those bad things, you're like, yeah, that's pure evil, black evil. It kind of kind of seems like the break you down, kind of like drill sergeant, break you down to yeah. build you back up. Yes. Like I'm going to sit there and pummel you. Yeah. We, bam, bam. We got we to gotta get that out of you. Yeah. And then let's put the good in you. Yeah. Well, that's why I think, so I was going to just read off of the fruits of the spirit. And then, but because of the bud, I thought, no, I better... See what backstep a little bit here, yeah, and let's see. And then I read all that. I was like, boy, it's just so much more powerful. Well, you know, most people have people will have the fruits of the spirit hanging up the wall in the house or on a scroll or something yeah. like that, you yeah. know. And that's great, but I think it's almost it's kind of like being saved. It's great to say you're saved, but you have a much better, a much higher appreciation of it. If you can actually think about what you're saved from, and this you is know, this is where have people have who have been saved in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, that's why they tend to be so much more ecstatic mm-hmm. because they've lived that that way for so long, doing those dark things, and now they're free in Christ. And that those things don't have to have a grip yeah. on them and a bondage that they have to no. suffer no. by being gripped by that stuff anymore. But it does have to be a conscious effort, you know. But but I think it starts with it starts because one because I, I one of the things that I remind myself of often is one of the fruits of the spirit is self control. Mm-hmm. You know, God's not just gonna grab your puppet strings and, and yank you around. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, you're over here now, and yeah, you're over here now. The part of it is self-control. You got to self-discipline yourself. You got to recognize. Okay, let, let me just run through all this. And don't and let's don't act like that's even covers all of them. All those sins. I mean, it covers a good amount. I mean, that's a pretty filthy, nasty amount. Yeah. And let, let, let's go back through those in a second. So the works of the flesh are evident, and that's the other thing. It says evident. They're evident. It's clear. You know. You know, even if you're a sinner, you know. Mm-hmm. So don't play that game. 
It's not hard to see. Don't play that game. You know, even if you're living out there in the world, you know if you're living in sin. Now, you might become numb to it or whatever the case may be. You will. But there's at least a time that you know. You know why. And so, the because it says they're evident. The, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, boom. I, that's, boy, tell me that's not rampant right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sexual immorality, immorality, impurity. I'm not even sure what that all covers, but. Right. I mean, <laughs> I'm like impurity. <coughs> but it could be all kinds of different. I mean, impurity could be, uh, um, you know, walking in sin. Just a matter while of you're heart. a Christian, you're you're impure. You're choosing to walk in that kind of stuff and not really being repentant of it. Yeah. Um. So so that would be impure sensuality. I don't know. Do you know what sensuality means? Yeah. Sensual. It's right up there with sex, isn't it? That's what I thought too. Sensual but. being a sensual nature with people flirting. Wouldn't that yeah. be flirting and. I, I guess I kind of lump. That's what I was thinking too. That's a, that's, I'm like I kind of you know lump what that, that is sexual. That's a female problem. That's not a male problem. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know about that. But <laughs> idolatry, <laughs> we know what that is. Putting things before God, sorcery, witchcraft, enmity, um, a type of division. So some of these things kind of seem similar to each other: sensuality, sexual immorality, enmity. Strife, uh, divisions, dissensions, envy, rivalries, fits of anger. You know, boy, we see that kind of stuff on the street all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, jealousy, you know, wanting what others have, not being content in where we're at. I really think that and the enmity, the division, division making. Or division causing, causing division, whether between yourself and others or between other people, not being a peacemaker. Um, man, that's just. Have uh, you ever read the book, The Hordes of Hell Are Marching? Uh, we we kind of went through that in Bible study. Right. And like on in there, there's like bigger demons and then littler demons and high ranking ones and low ranking ones mm-hmm. and um as you're reading off some of those you go you know some of these are way more prevalent than others and uh they're just going to they're going to be the one that pops up more often mm-hmm. cuz I'm like like you said that sensual one I'm like oh, we don't even seem to know much what that is uh, or no the the other one that we didn't know what it impurity you know we were going well specifically I mean, impure is tainted, but right. But I you, mean, we know what it means, but I'm trying yeah, to figure out what it but, means in regards to the way it's being. But if you say sexual immorality, you you have a thousand oh, yeah. thoughts cross your mind, and so do mm-hmm. I. We know mm-hmm. because that's that's like more mm-hmm. prevalent out there. That's that's easier to spot than some of these other ones. But of course, equally, all working against us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it just until you can. Until you can fully grasp, without grasping the negative, you can't appreciate the positive, right? Um, but 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 you look at it, and it's essentially a spirit of the world versus the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. The spirit of the world produces all these sins, yeah. And it says the the fruit, uh, the works of the flesh are evident. Well, I think you could almost also say the fruits of the flesh versus the fruits of the spirit. Right. 
Right. I like that. That's and you know, talking about some nasty fruit. Yeah. Nobody's trying to pluck that off the tree and gobble it down. Yeah. Rotten, worms coming out of it, filthy, stinky, you know, yeah. not fit to be eaten. Disgusting. Nobody needs a piece of that. Mm-mm. What they need is uh, the fruit of the Spirit, which if, which if you're, you have to be, you have to make a conscious decision. That's why I kind of really focus on the self-control. Now, this isn't to save your soul, um, but it should be a disciplinary. It, it should these should be things that just naturally start to happen when you choose to follow the Lord. Because you choose to follow the Lord, and you choose to sacrifice the flesh. You choose to walk away from your former life. You'll never be perfect, but you should be going through the process of sanctification of trying to be a better follower of Christ, a better disciple. We see the disciples made horrible. We were just talking a second ago how how they were, oh, who's going to be the greatest, you know, <laughs> all right. that crazy stuff. And um, But, boy, they didn't say that way. In fact, In fact, I mean, if you think about it, it's almost like Peter is – it's almost like it's two different Peters. It, it's almost hard to even realize, wait, that's the same Peter. The Peter afterwards who's going forth and and leading everybody to Christ, putting his life on the line, being sacrificed upside down, doing all these types of things versus the Peter during while Jesus was alive, post-Jesus versus pre-Jesus. I mean, it just, yeah. it just seems like two different people. Two completely different people, but that's the that's the goodness of God. That's the His patience because all these fruits of the Spirit. I, I don't want you to feel pummeled. God God uses these fruits of the Spirit on us. He gives us love. He gives us peace. He gives us joy, patience. He's kind to us. You know, He is all that. He is all that in his relationship with us. So so you don't have to just sit there and, well, I'm not perfect in all these different things, so uh, maybe I'm not a Christian. No. No. God practices those on us. He practices patience with us. So it, it's a process. It's a walking out of your faith. And uh, but, but at the same time, you should be seeing these fruits start to bud and start to, you know, ripen on your on your limbs. Mm-hmm. If they're not, you're going to ask yourself, why not? You should be asking that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're just, ba- you're saying it's a good indicator of where your walk is. You just swear, just, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Where's my walk? If we're not seeing the fruits bloom, develop, then... I don't know. I mean, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think would be? I mean, there's, it's not real hard to figure out why. You can really, you can take a look around yourself and say, and if you're honest with yourself, be like, yeah, there's a lot more fruit of the flesh showing than fruit of the spirit. Yes. You know? Yeah, you should be. Yeah, it should, it should be pretty evident to you, but I enjoy. I enjoy my life because I'm fully aware I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm also fully aware God's always working in my life to make me better, mm-hmm. to bring me closer to what what he had designed for me in the first place mm-hmm. when I was a little seven-year-old. And um, if you go through the, the list of the fruits of the Spirit, which, which we're going to obviously do over the next nine weeks after this, it's exciting. Those things are exciting because they are so pure. And I go, man, uh, my deepest desire is to be somebody that's of use out there in the world. I mean, my most depressing moments were when I felt like I was worthless and pointless. But you start working and looking at those fruits of the Spirit, man, alive, those are big. I can't wait to go over this next nine weeks on this because you just take one word, love. There's a lot of thoughts that cross my mind on that. The word sacrifice comes in there. And I go, how sacrificial of a person am I? Am I that? Well, dude, when I was when I was in my twenties at some point, I wrote down a list of what it meant to be what it would what I would have to do to be a perfect adult. And, you know, that type of list, you you're you're going, okay. You know, I treat people well. I love God. I have work to do. I do my work. I give of my time to people. And so there's this list of what, you know, it was a funny thing to do. What's it, what does it look like to be a person? I'm successful. You know, mm-hmm. I'm successful financially. Mm-hmm. I pay people that I owe. I have savings. You know, this is, I'm not saying this is what it is to be perfect, but, you know, if you just sit down and make a list of what you think a perfect person is, you know, that could be interesting. Then bounce that up against the fruits of the Spirit, bounce it up against the Bible, and see what comes back. How much of your list is actually there? It's just a fun little thing, but I did that. And as you go through the fruits of the Spirit and you go through your life, you do find that He's chipping away the junk all the time. Mm-hmm chipping away at all the stuff that doesn't belong on me and um, watching the change, the, the, the people who I don't interact with much anymore versus the mm-hmm. ones that I do mm-hmm. and who I'm drawn to. I get drawn to people now that I never got drawn to before. Mm-hmm. And I know that's because the fruits of the Spirit are constantly being put in me and um, the junk is being forced out. Because I've been walking with God longer and longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely And I've made process. it a point. Yeah. You know? And it matters to you. You said earlier, like, you got to consciously, you know, assert yourself. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you, you do. And sometimes God performs a miracle and frees you mm-hmm. of something. But um, and sometimes you are doing your part in that relationship with God where you're going to take the effort and do your job. Yeah. It should be out of a place of love for the Lord, not out of yeah. a feel, feel like I have to of course by these rules and these laws. But I, I think, you know, Gabe, I'm sitting here envisioning like taking these two templates. They're almost like templates. Which mm-hmm. template do I fit into better? Okay. I'm going to put this template of the fruits of the flesh up on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put this template of the fruits of the spirit up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Or the works of the flesh versus the fruits of the spirit. Which one defines you more? Which one am I going to fit into better? Yeah. You know, and I bet you more, I bet you everything I own on days that I'm having good days 
I'm probably going to fit into the fruits of the spirit a lot yeah. better. I'm having, yeah. I'm doing a good job at having patience with people. Um, I'm being kind, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what, what I'm, I've got peace in my life. I've got joy. I'm being good. I'm being faithful. I'm being gentle, right? On days where I'm abiding by those, I bet I bet you anything. Days where I'm having a pretty yeah. good day, either one, I've, I've just shut myself off in the house and I spoke to nobody, or two, I'm just straight up flowing in the fruits of the Spirit. But on days that I'm having bad, let me tell you, driving to work, driving down the loop, and the loop is one lane a lot of the time. Uh-huh. And you can get behind some, you know, 60 mile an hour driver. And it's 75 miles per hour. And it's a loop. 75 mile per hour speed limit. Yep. I mean, I'm just saying. Hard to be patient. Uh, the works of the flesh. I might have a little little fit of anger. <laughs> you know, there may be a little fit of anger. And it's evident. And even in my spirit, I can feel it in my spirit. I'm like, you you, you, you need to do better than that. But the good thing about that is it is self-control. That's my self-control trying to kick in, which is one of the fruits of the yeah. spirit. It's encouraging. It's not that I'm not walking with the spirit. Um, but there really is, if we go back right to the beginning, it says, Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. It doesn't say the desires of the flesh will not be there, will go away, will cease to exist. It says you won't gratify them. You won't give them pleasure. You'll be able to, to hold them accountable and say, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. And I like how it says to fast. The Bible says to fast to beat the flesh back, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of, or you've got the spirit battling with the flesh. They're against each other. But it does give a little clue. Do some fasting. That will help to put your flesh into submission. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't you mm-hmm. think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just throwing that in there while we're at it. Yeah. A little a little clue for somebody. Yeah. To beat, the, beat that flesh back because it says the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. They're opposed to each other. Mm-hmm. But we reside in the flesh. We're stuck in it. We should do it fast. You just do as you feel led and let me know how it goes. Don't be scared, man. I, I, don't, I do fast when I feel led. I don't feel that <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, think, I think God's speaking to you through me. I feel like I'm fasting right now because I haven't eaten since 8 o'clock last night. So I'm doing intermittent fasting. So I guess I'm fasting every day. So there you go. I think fasting could include other fasting, things other than, other than food. Yeah, I'm fasting every single day. Intermittently. Is, it, is that in the Bible? Intermittent. Just uh, fasting. <laughs> so for for 16 hours a day, I'm fasting. Oh. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to be ahead of you. Right now I'm about, let's see, 18 hours. <clears throat> I'm really hungry. My spirit's going to beat your spirit. Well, <laughs> thankfully it's not a competition against each other. So True that. Yeah. But it is. I mean, it's a... But you are my brother. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do it. i smoke you. All right, cool. Congratulations. Going down. Congratulations. But 
Yeah, it's it's uh, I, mean, I just I just I th- I think getting a grasp here before we dive into it, you know, just just being encouraged. It was it was encouraging to me to read that because man, it, it it's it's just so easy to beat yourself up whenever you make mistakes and when you screw up. But if you sit there and see it for what it is, okay. If you could just recognize it, wait a minute. My flesh is my flesh is is it's it's evident. What did it say? The, the works of the flesh are evident. My flesh is being evident. It's rather shining right now. <clears throat> okay, that that's that's not okay. I need to put that in check, and I need to be acting on the fruits of the spirit and just recognize it. Say a prayer. You know. Get get your get your mind straight and move forward. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. I think that'll prep us up for tomorrow and and uh, or for tomorrow for the next podcast, which we'll be recording tomorrow. Yeah, which we will be <laughs> recording tomorrow, and uh, uh, so we'll be the, doing the love one. We'll do, be doing. Uh, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I think I got all of them. There. Sounded sounded close, if not all. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. I did get them all. Yep. Against such yeah, things, there is no law. I love it. Against such things, there is no law. So be preparing for that, and um, uh, I look forward to it. Do it. All right. Let's do it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your goodness. Um, we thank you for the fruits of the Spirit, Lord. And, and we pray against the the uh, the sins of the flesh and the weaknesses of the flesh, Father. Help us to reside in, in the fruits of the Spirit and to develop in them as we go. Lord, we love you and we thank you for the opportunity to serve you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. Amen. the error of my ways yes okay but, like, but that's fine that's what i'm saying no i'd rather judge you